Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Everybody, it is the Steve Jones Show on a Tuesday. News Radio 1070 WKOK. Macatrillo here with you. Steve soon be will be there from the Sunbury Motors Studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. We got Bill Rabanowitz from the Columbus Dispatch joining us today at 435 with some looks at Ohio State as they get ready for the national championship game in uh, ne- next week, actually. In fact, a week from this past Monday. But we start today with the NFL again. No, not the Eagles, but the Cleveland Browns, who are, of course, set to play the Steelers Sunday night in the Super Wild Card weekend finale at Heinz Field. First time they're in the playoffs since 2002. And, unfortunately, they got a COVID problem. And it doesn't include their and it includes their head coach. Kevin Stefanski has tested positive for COVID-19 and among five positive tests for the Cleveland Browns. So he's not going to be able to coach. So here we are. We've made it this far in this COVID pandemic NFL season and we've hit our first really big stack now as now a playoff game is going to be affected by it. It looks like they're going to play the game, and I don't see a reason why they wouldn't unless maybe Cleveland, this continues and it affects more players. Because at this point, it's just Kevin Stefanski, it's two additional members of the coaching staff, and two players. Now, there's some there's some rumors as to those who those players are that actually might be significant players, but we haven't heard any actual names yet. And special teams coordinator Mike Prefer is now serving as the acting head coach. And offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt is going to call the plays in place of Kevin Stefanski. So this throws a whole other can of worms into this. And I think, yeah, you're at the point where you would love to try to accommodate everybody to make sure they can play because of this unprecedented situation that the NFL continues to be in. But when it comes to the playoffs... There's no wiggle room now. I mean, there really is not any wiggle room. You you just can't. Maybe at the very least, if this continues and it starts to hit more more players, like the Ravens or the Titans, for instance, maybe you move it to a Monday a Monday night, maybe. But I I don't know. I I don't know if you can. I, I think you're at a point now because it's the playoffs and. 
It's going to affect both teams. And, of course, the Steelers have been already affected twice by two other opponents this year, with those opponents actually I just mentioned. I just don't think you can do that to the other team at this point, Steve, when it comes to the, the playoffs and the Brown situation right now. This is going to plow through. Of course, the yeah. NFL's, the NFL's done that all year. They've plowed through. And that's what they're going to do. Um, you can't coach. Their attitude is, oh, well, you can't coach. Welcome to another season of Cleveland Browns football. I was just about to say that, too. But you know what? Game plan-wise, he'll be able to participate in all the meetings, game plan-wise. So that's not an issue. You just played this team. Well, since you just played this team, you're fine. You know what I mean? Because, yes, it's going to be Roethlisberger. Yes, it's going to be T.J. Watt. Okay, so, you you know. But schematically, the Steelers are not changing schematically. They're going to change players. But they're not going to change how they play the game. In fact, the one, the one thing that they might change the game with is on short yards, do you bring Josh Dobbs in? Do you do that? But in terms of the preparation, this is what you lose with Kevin Stefanski. You lose the in-game adjustment ability of a guy who seems to have a pretty good feel for the game. How about that? That's what you lose. And you also lose, let's face it, I mean, uh, in a lot of ways you lose your rudder out there, your head coach. The NFL, I mean, how much of a difference does it make? Obviously, you don't think that, well, that Doug's your rudder. You hate Doug. (laughs) At this point, I'm not pleased with him, yeah. See, that's the dad in you coming out. You don't want young Luke to be consumed with hate in life. So you use words such as, I'm not pleased with him. That's the dad in you coming out. Huh? You can say that. That's the influence I've had on you. That is correct. As opposed to the corner office guy who hates everything. I was waiting for him to pull the woe is me again on the Steelers because this would be the third time they've had an opponent affected, but I didn't get that, surprisingly. (laughs) It's one of the few guys that's probably happy. All right. (laughs) Oh, too bad. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Um, All right. So we'll see uh, about that. That's obvious. But they'll play. I mean, it's not. The problem, the the one area the NFL would have a problem is what, I don't know what the situation is with New Orleans. Can the running backs play this weekend? Uh, I haven't heard officially yet, but uh, it's it's definitely going to be close. I think they can. I, I believe I they can, they too. Can. I, I know Kamara can. I don't know about the rest of them. Well, if he can, you don't need the rest of them. <laughs> if he could go, you're all right. Valid. 
I don't, I don't think there's a problem there. Um, but that's the way it is. How about the Eagles players? A report outraged as Hertz is benched. It's not surprising. You're, you would have been one of them. Well, it's. I, I guess I probably would, yeah. Especially in this case, knowing the amount of sacrifice everybody's had to do this year to get to where we are in terms of playing through the pandemic. Right. And had it been like a normal season, like last year, maybe I, I'd probably be more annoyed than outraged. But this year, I can under, I can, I, I would think outrage is the right way to be. Well, you know what? You know what? If I'm the NFL, I call their bluff. I make them pick ninth. You see, Sal Pal was on with Dan Patrick yesterday, and he called for the NFL to make it to do an investigation on this. That's what I mean. I'd make them pick ninth. In other words, what were your, what was your draft pick going to be if you won the game? Ninth. But I don't so know how you game... prove that, though, if they actually did it for that reason. Well, you uh, here's one for you. Just do it. What's the league going to do? What the Eagles going to do? Sue you? You're picking ninth. This is who the uh, Eagles will play next year, by the way. They'll play at home. The Cowboys, the Giants, Washington, obviously. They'll also play at home against the New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Bucks, the Kansas City Chiefs, the L.A. Chargers, and the 49ers. That's... Those will be the teams coming to Lincoln Financial Field. The Eagles will play on the road, of course, at in Arlington, again, in the Meadowlands, and down at Landover. They'll also play at Atlanta, at Carolina, at Las Vegas, at Denver, and at Detroit. The Steelers. There's the Steelers here. The Steelers obviously have the Bengals, Browns, Ravens at home. They're at, they'll have Denver, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, and Tennessee Titans at home. The Steelers will go on the road and play, obviously, the Bengals, Browns, Ravens, but also they're at Kansas City, at the L.A. Chargers, at Green Bay, at Minnesota, and at Buffalo. That is a so brutal road schedule for Pittsburgh next year. Yeah, but again, when you finish in first place, exactly. you play a first-place yep. schedule. So they play the first-place team in the Chiefs, first-place team in Green Bay, first-place team in Buffalo, and they play a first-place team in Tennessee. You 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 play 25% of your schedule in the NFL against where you placed in the standings. So a quarter, so you play thirty-eight percent of your schedule against your division. You play twenty-five percent against teams that finished where you did. That's why we talk about first place, second, third, and fourth place schedules. Uh, may have a Ravens fan out there. So if we have a Ravens fan out there, we'll give you the Ravens schedule. Let's see, where's the Ravens schedule here? The Ravens will play the Bengals-Browns-Steelers, obviously, at home. 
Kansas City, the L.A. Chargers, Packers, Vikings, and Colts at home. The Ravens will have to play at Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, obviously, at Las Vegas, at Denver, at Detroit, at Chicago, at Miami. Uh, we may have Giants fans and Jets fans. Let's see. So for the so um, for Chris Elio, <laughs> the Jets will play the Bills, Dolphins, and Patriots. Obviously, they have Jacksonville at home. They got the Titans and the Saints at home. Tampa Bay and the Bengals at home. They're on the road at Buffalo, Miami, and New England, obviously. Then they're also at Houston, at Indianapolis, at Atlanta, at Carolina, at Denver. The Giants. This will be the last of our regionals here, I think. Well, I guess we'll give you the Washington one, too. That way, Roger will save that for last. (laughs) Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia at home. Atlanta, Carolina, the uh, Las Vegas, Denver, and the Rams. The Giants will be at Dallas, Washington, and Philadelphia. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Kansas City, the L.A. Chargers, and the Bears. And finally, Washington. They got a first-place schedule after all this. Dallas, uh, the Giants, Eagles at home. Saints, Bucks, Kansas City Chiefs, L.A. Chargers, Seattle Seahawks. Carolina, the Las Vegas ratio brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applications applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. The ratings are out for the college football playoff. Uh, on New Year's Day, no less, down from last year. Oh, yeah. Um, not good. Uh, and the lowest New Year's Day rating ever for the college football playoff. So here are the numbers. The first year where it was like, hell, you know, we can't wait to watch this thing, right? It was New Year's Day. First semifinal, which I want to say was but Florida State, Oregon, right? And the nightcap was Ohio State, Alabama. It was 28.16 million for the Rose Bowl, 28.27 for the Sugar Bowl that night. So the average is 28.2. Then they went to, hey, we're going to do this on New Year's Eve. Really? 
Every, all, everybody said, you're going to do it on New Year's Eve? Let's just play on New Year's Day, no matter what. No, nope, New Year's Eve, Thursday. Is the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl good New Year's Day? It fell to $15.6 million, and the nightcap was 18.5, averaged $17 million. So it was down 11 million viewers from the year before. It's kind of a big number. They stayed with New Year's Eve in 2016. But they, they kicked it up a bit. 19.3, 19.3, that was the average 19.3. All right, that's pretty good. Then they get to New Year's Day in 2017. 26.9 for the Rose Bowl. And 21.4 for the Sugar Bowl. They averaged 24.1. But then in 18, they went to Saturday the 29th. 16.8 million, 19 million, average 17.9. Saturday the 28th last year, remember Penn State, the Cotton Bowl was the lead-in. 17-2, 21-5, though, for the Ohio State-Clemson nightcap. Average 19-1. So that's not bad, right? That was their first 20-plus million in a couple of years. That's good. This year, 18.656, With the nightcap being Ohio State and Clemson being the higher number. Average eighteen seven nine five, so that is would rank fifth for average among the seven years, with fifteen and eighteen being lower. So that's the fifth in average. It is the lowest on New Year's Day, um, but still, it's there's still great numbers though. I think part of it is the lack of juice. Championship game, Ohio State-Oregon got $34 million. Alabama-Clemson 26-1. Clemson-Alabama 26-2. Alabama-Georgia 25-4. Clemson-Alabama 25-2. LSU-Clemson 25-5. So it's, it's all been $25 million plus. The question will be on Monday night, what will Alabama-Ohio State be? fact that it's Alabama, Ohio State, I wouldn't doubt if it, it gets to that 26, 27 million where it ranks second or third. I mean, it's more regional than everything else. It's not an all-Southern matchup. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Now that's great new inventory right there, my man. Great pre-owned inventory. Great selection of it with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. And a fabulous service department to back it all up. It is all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I need to give you just one quick update. I don't usually, you know... I mean, I'll get into... Um, personal stuff once in a while 
very rare because the show's about the show. It's not about not about me. Um, but I did mention yesterday about the dog. All right, and we lost the dog on December twenty first. There's only you know she was only seven years old. And I mentioned we were putting another dog down yesterday. He's sixteen. Well, the update is I I'm done with the show. I go upstairs. And there's the dog. It's like, like, okay. So I looked over, and I said, uh, now we can give, I mean, there was a phone call evidently from the governor. So I, <laughs> so I looked at her and said, I said, um, so what happened? She looked at me and she says, I pulled up to the place. I couldn't do it. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I'd rather err on that side than the, on the other. So, with that, you know, gave the little guy a hug. Right? Gobbled, he gobbled down three bowls of food. And <laughs> he's, he's still here. <laughs> there you go. That's all I can ask for. Yeah, I mean, what the heck? It's. Sounds a lot like Luke. Three bowls of food. What the heck? <laughs> yes, that does sound like Luke. <laughs> Rolling along, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was happy to see the little guy. Understandable. I was happy to see the little guy because I didn't expect to see the little guy there. But, yeah. All right. So... We'll come up with another plan here. See what's going on. Uh, maybe we'll do that. Uh, let's see. The Steelers are going to be playing the Browns. The question now: We've spent so much time railing on the Eagles because, I mean, I wasn't planning on railing on the Eagles, and I haven't railed on the Eagles. <laughs> But you know who has just been chafing at the bit? The rail on the Eagles. Or, I mean, let's face it. I mean, we, I mean, you had to take something, didn't you? Oh, I, I took because, I took Motrin when they lost the O two NFC title game to Tampa Bay. I was in third grade at the time. Wow. I don't really know where to go there. <laughs> I have nowhere to go on that one. Uh, but let's get to the Steelers for a moment. Here comes a legitimate question about the Steelers. What is the window of opportunity here? And I don't mean now. I don't mean now. What is the window? What is the Steelers' window the next two years after this? They finished with about the record I thought they would with Ben Roethlisberger back in the lineup. Now, he didn't play the last half like I thought he would, to be clear. But I thought just his mere presence would lift them from 8 and 8 to 12 and 4. I mean, I really, that's about the record I thought they'd have. I thought he was worth four more wins. 
The question is now, moving forward, what do you have? You've got a terrific defense. Watt is a terrific player. Harger, you know, you look through, Tewitt's a terrific player. Uh, obviously, Hayward's a terrific player. They'll eventually, you know, obviously, Bush will get back, and I really like him. Fitzpatrick is a terrific player. Offensively, you've got three really good, you know, in fact, you can go with four really good wideouts. Juju, um, the uh, you know Claypool, Johnson when he catches the ball, Washington. But the offensive line. Ooh, well, Dick and Milton's waiting. I'll, I'll get to more of this in a moment. Dick, how have you been? Happy New Year, my friends. Great happy, to have you with us. Happy New Year. I, I heard your dog story, and I was going to make. I'll make this real quickly. We lost uh, two years ago. We lost two dogs in five weeks. We had them. Oh. We had them both put down, and the second dog we had put down has kind of a Penn State connection. I go. I went on a lot of fan buses to Penn State wrestling, and I was up at my brother's in Bullsburg. We were leaving from Fullington the next morning for Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. It's a three-day trip two matches yeah. and and the one dog had a seizure threw my wife all around she got injured somewhat injured at the time and Ooh. I came home the next day and put the dog down because the dog was really suffering so that, that was the Penn State oh. connection to the story it's, it's tough I mean I know that's oh. as bad as it gets as, maybe other than a kid putting an animal down like that oh, they're, they're helpless uh, <laughs> I mean the, 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 seven, the, the one that was seven that died a couple days before Christmas Man, I was holding the little dog in my arms when it died. Like, oh, it's yeah. just ours were nine. My boxer was nine, and on our lab was a twelve. Yeah. And it's and it's 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 we will never get another dog because my wife really can't deal with big dogs, and we don't want a, a chihuahua yeah. type dog. So I guess we just yeah, won't yeah. have them. Yeah, you know what? We had we had two golden retrievers, Dick, which I just thoroughly love. But they they got the ten, and that was it. The problem is the window is like you pointed out. It's so small. The window's a small window with a dog. Yeah. They don't live long. Oh, they have, a, you know, no. they, a lot of dogs, they don't live long. And if you've got one that's 16, that's a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like I said, I walked upstairs. I went, okay. <laughs> You're still well, here. my brother and his neighbor went to the Michigan and Penn State one, obviously won both the matches. So the, it wasn't a complete loss for the week, <laughs> weekend, uh, other than the not, dog. I didn't know. We don't know all this year, obviously. That's the sad part about it. But Yeah, it is. But, I didn't know your brother lived in Bullsburg. Yeah, he's been out. He was a doctor at uh, at Penn Valley Medical Center for about thirty five or forty years. Oh, and uh, and okay. uh, down there for years. And they uh, when they when he moved down from Snowshoe, I'll make this quick. Also, he he moved to the state college uh, school district so his kids could go to state college uh, state college schools. So he would drive to Bullsburg and my and my to, or down to Spring Mills, and my sister in law was a professor at Wild at Penn State and then Lock Haven. So she would drive the other way to Lock Haven to teach. <laughs> <laughs> and they still they still live in Bullsburg, right there uh, in the f- first development, right past the Elks Club, uh, Metal Vale yeah. Drive or Metal. So, like the, yeah, the next me- place was a farm. I think a, a farm on the right. And in fact, one of the yes. Penn State wrestling coaches lived across the street from him, uh, right across yeah. the street. From, Coached years ago, I just know yeah, that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, because uh, Doc Sebastianelli lives up in there, and uh, you know yeah. a few others do too. In fact, yeah, believe it or not, Terry Pagula had a place up in there. So it's a nice area, you know. Yeah. Oh no, it's that's a beautiful well, neighborhood. Right at the base of Tussie Mountain. A heck of a lot better than I do. So yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, well, it's about to get built up even more because of the uh, the announcement that Bally's, in conjunction with Ira Lubert, they're going to be building a mini casino uh, out near the Nittany Mall area. Now it's going to be yeah, that's I knew a that year was, away. That was in the works about start. a couple months ago, and I thought it got shut down for some reason. They're shot down. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, was quiet, yeah, it was quiet on that for a long time. Now, they say it's going to be near. They didn't give the exact site of it, Dick. Uh, now, they'll start construction this year. They say the construction will take about a year. So, I don't know, 15, 16 months from now, they should be up and running. So, we'll see how it goes. Well, my wife likes casinos. Here's my deal. If they could make a casino noiseless, I would yell, but I can't stand all that noise. I just can't stand it. I just can't deal with it. So I don't go. I don't lose any money. I don't win any money because I just, I just can't deal with the with all that clanging and, and all that noise in there. So I just... My, yeah. Years ago, it was 2012. No, it was, 20, it was 2011. 2011. I, I did a football game at Ohio State on Saturday, and I had to fly in Sunday to Connecticut to do a game at Mohegan Sun. So my brother and my late mother, uh, they're going to pick me up at the airport. Well, I get in early in the morning at 8.30, Dick, and at Bradley International... There's two levels to it. And I walked out. I said, ah, this isn't the right level. And I walked down, and I'm the only person standing there. The only person. I see the car pull up. My brother's driving. My mother's in the front seat. I wave. They look left. They look right. They kept on going. I'm the only person standing there. (laughs) So finally, I track them down. They drive me down. And I got them tickets for the game. Right? Great. So Penn State plays South Florida, wins the game 53-49. to The other game was Kentucky with Anthony Davis and those guys. They played uh, Old Dominion, I think. And so I come out when we're done, and I said, so, boy, that's pretty exciting. What did you guys think of the games? Uh, they stayed there. They stayed in the casino the entire time. They never went in, Dick. <laughs> never watched them. Never That's like a lot of people they... go to Beaver Stadium and never go in the stadium. Uh, it's true, but they stayed out. I mean, they kept playing slot machines. And... Yeah, they kept playing slot machines. There weren't any slot. There aren't any slot machines in the parking lot of Beaver Stadium. No, I understand that, but there's other reasons they stay out there. Well, a lot of them just uh, tailgate and watch the games on TVs out there, and uh, or come out early and do that. Now, how about you know. the big? I can't believe the setup some of these people have. Big screens, satellite dishes, people gathered around. It really is remarkable to see when you're out there. It really is. Yeah, I, yeah, I spend a lot of time in that parking lot. I spend a lot of time in the stadium, but a lot of time in the parking lot. And, uh, you know, I've seen a little bit of everything. You see it if you spend time there. It's, it's like a fair. It's <laughs> just for maybe better than a fair. <laughs> I know one thing, I didn't have to clean it up the next day. Yeah, you know what? And I mean, do, I don't know what the cost would be, but it's pretty pretty expensive. So, anyhow, yeah, you guys have a nice yeah. year. It's always enjoyable to listen to you and made it through another year. And hopefully the basketball and the rest I never worry about the wrestling team. They perform, and I hope the basketball team can play well. Yeah. It's, it's just always a, a crapshoot in the Big Ten. There's a lot of good teams yeah. out there. Yeah, just sure a lot. Is. I mean, see, that's how I look at it. They're 42 in the net to start, which, by the way, is really good. I mean, there's 73 spots in front of Duke right now. <laughs> okay. But they haven't won a game in the conference yet. So I look at it as because of what you just said, 
there are opportunities left and right where if you can cobble together some wins, you're going to get a pretty good net ranking out of it, which could put you in a spot. But now you have to take advantage of the opportunities. Wrestling always takes advantage of his opportunities. And you know what's great about them? Is that they are the biggest match on everybody's schedule, no matter who it is. And they respond almost every time. That takes a special group to do that when you are the target every time. Well, Sanderson just reloads every year, and kids want to kids want to wrestle for him. And obviously, because he does stuff the right way, you know, you can't say that about everybody in in coaching. I, you just can't, you know. Very true. Very true. And, uh, and the other thing is the about this year is in the NFL. It's a coaching roundtable. There's just lots of guys uh, leaving them. Not not on their own volition either. I guess. No, it's a, that's why they refer to it always as Black Monday. On Black Monday, important. that's when all of a sudden Doug Marone's like, uh, "I'm not back." Anthony Lynn, "I'm not back." You know, you start going through like, "Who's not back?" Adam Gaze, "I'm not back." Well, I think they're waiting for the shoe to fall down at uh, Tampa. I guess it is at Tam- or Jacksonville. They've already done uh, with, that with uh, Doug Marone. They've already done that with uh, Doug Marone. So he is officially out. The question is, does Urban Meyer take it? That's what I heard today. If Urban Meyer, that's what the other teams are kind of waiting for to see where, what Jacksonville does with him. Yeah, and I heard. I, well, I think I heard uh, a figure. I shouldn't even quote it. I thought it was like twelve or fifteen million or something. It was a lot of money. I know that. Is that per year? Uh, twelve to fifteen million. I don't know. That was the figure I heard. I just can't tell you how much, how long it, is. it seems like a high to me, but who knows. Oh, who knows? I mean, you feel like you. Sometimes I see this stuff. I feel like we're looking at monopoly money. <laughs> you and I are playing the board game deck. Yeah, sure. Here you go. Here's 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 five thousand. No big deal. But did he coach in the NFL with anybody ever? No, never has. Never has to my well, knowledge. It's, it's just different, you know. It's just different. Obviously, you know that a lot better than I do. Uh, fans, uh, you don't. You not only have to deal with the fans, but then you start, start dealing with the media and the papers in major cities. And they're not very they're not very forgiving, especially if teams, places like Philadelphia and New York. Yeah. I don't know about uh, Jacksonville. I don't know how that would be. That's a small market. Yeah, it's, uh, Jacksonville would be comparable to Columbus in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he's never dealt with the Florida media before because he was in Gainesville. Right. Um, yeah, like, I mean, what you don't have to deal with, you don't have to deal with the parents. <laughs> but you do have to deal with some, a lot of egos. I know that. And he doesn't have to deal with Columbus weather. <laughs> you got that right. Oh. I mean, in the wintertime, oh. Columbus is a lot worse than Jacksonville. I'm sure oh. that. <laughs> I did. I did a game there one time where we the plane landed and it was 22 below zero, and the high temperature that day was eight below. I remember we could not leave State College to go until the day of the game because the. The plane was frozen. Couldn't do it. Yeah. So I know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, it's, it's just different when you get north of the Mason-Dixon line a little ways. Oh. It's just cha- the weather changes dramatically in the winter. Oh, my God. Oh, you know? Goodness gracious, yes. Oh, and that's why everybody had try- a lot of people try to head for Florida and South Carolina and places in Arizona in the, in the winter. I know. <laughs> I'll tell you, there are a couple of days where I look around, Dick, and I say, I don't blame them. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm big on change of seasons. I love where I live. I love my job. You know, every once in a while, though, I'll look down and I'll, you know, like I'll, I'll be on a bowl trip. 
you know, and it'll be the first of January or whatever. And I was like, it's nice down here. <laughs> I take it Coach Franklin made it down to Florida already quickly. He, he did. Coach Franklin yeah. uh, texted me that he quarantined for the, the requisite days that Wayne told him to, and he was able to surprise his family on Christmas Eve in Florida. That's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was really – when James texted me that, I thought that was so cool. I just uh, that that you know to me that that kind of made my day in a lot of ways. Well, I guess they're not playing the bowl game was a bonus for him in that sense. In that sense, it absolutely was. No, no question about that. Plus, you know what? They also go into the the off season. They won their last four games, so you feel like you got some momentum going in. Bowl game would have been nice, but you also know that you get that momentum of a four game streak going in. It's almost like winning a bowl game in some ways. That momentum you get. All right, I'll let you go. Anyhow, that was my dog story. Two dogs in five weeks. It's tough. I know. It is. Dick, always a pleasure. Happy New Year, my friend. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Yeah, boy, it's that that's tough, boy. Dick was talking about. He lost his dogs two in five weeks. Hey, 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 it's just awful. Just awful. Ah, well, and, you know, all of you who are animal owners know what we're talking about. It's just the, the lifespan of a dog is, you know, while the dog is there or cat, whatever it may be, it's beautiful, but then, like, it's like, like you look around and go, that's it? Yeah, that's why we end up having multiple dogs over time. Uh, let's see. Um, just keeping everybody up to date on what's going on, obviously. with uh, We know the Browns have a little bit of a problem. Eagles players outrage as Hurts benched. You know, I read the article. Your name was specifically mentioned in here. Oh, was it? I have to go back and reread it. I guess they were handing out Motrin to the players on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, it's ugly. Yeah. Uh, condolences to the great Vince Scully who lost his wife, Sandra. ALS. Oh. Sandra Scully was 76 years old. Oh, that's so hard when you're trapped like that. How about Boston University? Behold, holy cross, both teams wearing masks the entire game. 